Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about The Bachelorette. Hello, everybody. We're back. It is one episode before the end of the season. Oh, my goodness. We're finally here. Almost. And let me tell you, we got so excited that we had to record so early that Christy hasn't even had breakfast yet, and she's still hoarse because it's so early in the morning. That's that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you talk so much to get to work through that, okay? So where where would you like to start? Well... We could talk about Eric and his blackface. Oh. <laughs> you know, it would just be nice to go full season without another racial scandal. But Oh, my goodness. You know, I'm always interested in the timing of these things. I don't know, like, I guess this person waited until basically the finale to unearth a yearbook. Yeah, it's hard. it's hard to know with that stuff how organic it is versus how much it is because i'm what i'm assuming i because i'm not privy to all of the details beyond just and why why don't you just explain the situation for people who are not aware of i mean it's not there's not a ton to explain it's like 11 years ago there's a photo of him in a yearbook and then like, I don't know, a page or two later, there's him dressed up as, I don't even remember the name of the black person he was being dressed, he was trying to dress up as, but. Wasn't it like Jimi Hendrix or something? That sounds familiar, but like whole face, the the wig and everything. So, you know, Reddit exploded after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's a, a little bit unfortunate. I I think I heard something about, and this this doesn't make it any better. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought I thought I had seen something <clears throat> that it was like an a it was maybe an event put on by the school or something where where people were dressing up as like famous people or something. I thought I saw that he wasn't the only one at that event who who was cosplaying as a black person. Oh, I, that would not surprise me at all. It's just weird that, like, the school, nobody at the school thought, hey, maybe this isn't a good idea. And nobody at the yearbook thought, maybe we shouldn't print this. Yeah, you'd, uh, you'd think that perhaps, uh, perhaps... Uh, even as of a, a decade ago that that we had learned about these things but you know time time moves slowly uh i mean people were saying it's a very white town he grew up in so i'm sure that adds to the problem perhaps though <clears throat> this could this could get me totally canceled forever oh no <laughs> here here's a hot take for you I don't think it's quite as bad when it's 
imitating a real person. It's still like so so monumentally stupid, but I don't know. Jimi Hendrix is somebody who exists for existed versus just be like, oh, I'm just pretending to be a black person. I, I guess know. I don't know enough about well, like when people do that. I thought whenever someone does that, they are trying to imitate a person. Oh no, no, and I mean it's it's possible. And, and I don't want to get into too much of a long-winded history lesson here, but I believe, as a practice, it 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 had its origins more in uh, it was sort of like a theatrical thing to like paint your face. It was it wasn't just like oh who was it like it wasn't Ted dancing at an award show. <laughs> it was it was more of like a uh caricaturizing black people in some sort of like entertainment theatrical type setting when we're talking about like the origins of blackface <laughs> which is so so fun that we 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 get to go into that on this show uh, but yeah i mean it's it's pretty st- stupid in general but it's also kind of wild that it's like, yeah, the, an, an actual high school yearbook editor was like, yep. This is fine. This is, this is to- <laughs> totally normal. Uh, a little weird. I guess we'll, we'll uh, see if, if Eric gets called out on it on, on the show. Yeah, that'll be and, interesting. Uh, I guess the place would it, for it would be after the final rose. Nope, next week. Next week, oh, they're gonna do a three-hour episode. That's what I heard. Uh, we may not have an episode next week because I may be dead from jumping <laughs> off of a cliff. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it's it's unfortunate to me. I mean, the the incident is unfortunate, but in the larger context of things it's just unfortunate to me that this just keeps happening <laughs> in in the context of the show yeah like the people that are casting all of these similar backgrounds right it's just it's it's weird and i don't know if there's just some sort of correlation between between the the types of people that want to be cast on this show and and being more likely to have engaged in in misbehavior i mean it's just weird to me because like as far as i'm aware i like i don't know a bunch of people who've gone around in blackface or like name any of the laundry list of scandals that people have been called out for after coming onto the onto the show so i don't know i don't know what that what that says about the show society i mean there's another there's a past contestant named james taylor i don't know if you saw this but he got arrested over the weekend like this weekend yes he was drunk he had a underage girl in his car there was an unsecured gun he like peed on the street like just (laughs) terrible behavior 
Uh, well, you know, everybody has to pee on the street every once in a while. Uh, that's just kind of uh, how, how it goes. I don't want to unilaterally say 90% of the people who are on the franchise are just terrible people because, you know, life, life be hard. And there are there are a number of struggles that people can go through and people make bad decisions all the time. But it's a little weird to me. And and I don't know if this is it's just because we always remember the the big energy spikes of, of like oh, X person that we're aware of did Y terrible thing. But it's it's a little weird. It's a little weird to think about. What is going on? Who is casting these people? And who is doing the background checks? It's a little suspicious. I mean, I yes, but at the same time, I feel like it, it's probably par for the course because I don't think any, any casting person at ABC is going to do anywhere close to the deep dive that some like insane redditor is going to do who just they because answer this question for me do we do we actually know who like leaked this information no it's just an account on reddit so oh so it is it is actually anonymous interesting um i, don't I mean know. it could have just been someone from his high school that was like i mean i would assume so yeah oh i have this <laughs> uh, so so bizarre well at this rate, I'm just expecting there to be some sort of newspaper clipping from 15 years ago. It's talking about Tino drop kicking an Asian kid or something. <laughs> like at this at this point, you know, what am I? What am I even supposed to expect anymore? Uh, I I don't know. Uh, anything Anything else? Um, there was one other thing. Nate from Michelle's season went on Nick Files podcast. He revealed he dumped Michelle over the phone. Ugh. Why? I don't know. There's, he tried to explain it. There was a lot going on. It, it turns out they were like having major arguments like the beginning of this year. So basically like just a couple of weeks after their season finished airing. So I'm so surprised things things were not good with them for a while. They had like almost broken up twice already. So mm-hmm. just some more insight into them. Oh boy. And now they're over, which I never saw coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else? Nope. Okay. That's it. Oh, wait. So we didn't do the kiss count from last week. What? I forgot to do the kiss count. Apparently so. Oh no! So we need. Wait, wait. Did we did uh, did an angry listener <laughs> phone phone in, letting not, us know? Not angry. Oh, just disappointed. Maybe. Look, I got a lot going on. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> man, I apologize to everyone. I I am disappointed in myself. Uh, I think I was just so utterly shell-shocked by the fact that there were 89 kisses dang (laughs) (laughs) is that a new record i 
feel like it is. I I, th- I think so. And that's only the kisses I saw. Yeah, just imagine if we had cameras in the fantasy suite. Yep, not not counting any kisses I did not see because they were not on air or because I blinked or was in the bathroom. <laughs> no, I make sure I stick to my bathroom breaks in commercial breaks only. Yes. I don't want to miss anything. Well, let's let's get to the meat and potatoes of this episode. Well, unfortunately, there wasn't a lot of meat. <laughs> uh, no, not really. We start off with Zach, I guess the cliffhanger from last week. Right, we gotta we gotta re- resolve that. How? how uh, I know I kind of asked you this last week, but uh, how how did you feel about all of this? Because it, I get where he's coming from. I do support him. I, I'm not a huge fan of Rachel, as people probably know by now. Uh, but he also was very like, he was very passionate about this, and and his whole uh, I don't know. We we left it as the camera watched them from inside the little uh, hut or whatever they were going to do the rose ceremony in, as they they uh, stood outside as he could. Um, so he could pour out his soul to her mm-hmm. in private as we watched. I mean, he he kind of went through through a whole a whole spiel. So yeah, I mean, I can't really blame him because it seemed like Rachel like just turned on him once the cameras went away in the fantasy suite, and all of a sudden it's like she's questioning whether he's ready and. I guess we'll never know exactly, but it seems like he saw a different side of her that he hadn't seen before. Right, and she did. She did claim that she asked everyone if they were ready. But yeah, but then there was the whole age thing. Like he's twenty five. She's already she's twenty six. I don't know. That was kind of dumb. If that's the reason she went with, but. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, it just, it feels a little fishy to me. It feels like, this is another hot take here, but it does feel to me like, I, at some level, Rachel is being inauthentic here. I mean, that's what Zach claimed, so. I mean, and, and, and. I hate to I hate to go against a lead. You know we're ne- we're never gonna get advanced copies of episodes at this rate with me continuing to harp on on <laughs> on on flaws here. But that's kind of been my impression across the season. In general, I'm not gonna say like overall she's an inauthentic person, but I feel like through this process, I I don't know. I just get the impression that she kind of has this camera persona. Mm-hmm. And I know to to a certain extent, I'm sure like all of them have a camera persona, but it's just felt to me that maybe her camera persona is a bit more deep or involved than a lot of people's. Yeah, like a- I I just get the like I and I have my biases here, but it it doesn't feel like to me that Gabby is hugely different when the cameras are off. Yeah. I think Rachel has more of a facade. Excellent word. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I. That's just. And I uh, felt it a lot 
on this episode during the live portions too. Mm. She yeah, she did not seem happy. No. And that 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 uh, <laughs> is what prompted my <laughs> my observation that uh, it it seems like perhaps and and despite all odds, despite all blackface, that perhaps Gabby got her happy ending and that Rachel didn't because she just seemed so pissed off the whole episode. Yeah, every time they showed her like the camera on her down in the corner, it was just stone faced. <laughs> it's like <clears throat> scowling so hard. Uh yeah, yeah, I I've really I've really struggled with with Rachel because I tr- I tried I tried so hard to like her. I really did. But I was just left this entire season wishing that they had just given Gabby the bachelorette season that she deserved. Yeah, I've seen that sentiment a lot on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all that to say, I I am inclined to to believe Zach yeah, me with, too. with his description of of what happened though we we will never know for sure um and she just came back from this so uh so hard like the whole her whole spiel about because of course he laughed yes <laughs> like, like there's no there there's Can't no come back from that there's no going to the rose ceremony after that but yeah she just can't comes back and she just launches into this spiel about you know just be, be oh, i can't believe that he would question my character and just all this stuff and it's like i i i don't know that he was questioning your character he was just expressing to you how that night felt to him and maybe if if you get this huge challenge to your character from that, perhaps you might need to adjust your character a little bit. What a novel idea! How, how's how's that for another another hot take? I'm just <laughs> I'm on fire. She this she also didn't even seem that bothered. No, that he not, left. No, not at all. Not at all. Which again, I. I believe him. <laughs> yeah, but it's not looking good for her. Mm-hmm. So then we go to the live portion where Zach comes out. Yeah, and that's 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 one of the main things I wanted to ask you about. Uh, and it's not even just about Zach; it's just in general. What was your impression of the conversations during the live portion? Because I felt like. I felt like there was nothing there at all. No, normally the live portions, we've gotten some good stuff before on AFR, but these were just like everybody talked in platitudes and... I'll I'll tell you what it felt like to me watching this. It felt like all of these people were made to sign NDAs. That's how, like, I know, like, I'm sure that didn't happen, but that's how it felt like. Is is like, Rachel signed an NDA. 
Zach signed an NDA. Anybody like because they, didn't they reveal be, anything. because they come they'd come out and it would just be like, oh man, I was really just like a jerk to you, and I'm so sorry. Like you didn't deserve that, and I wasn't intending to question your character. I was just passionate, and you know she's like, oh yeah, like I I totally get that, and like you know oh we're just which is ships passing the night like it's not a big deal and like all this different stuff and it just it it felt so just like absolutely nothing i hated that he apologized to her Mm. that was so frustrating to watch because i didn't think he did anything wrong and he's like oh i'm so sorry i questioned you no i just she said she wasn't putting on an act. I have a hard time believing that. I really I really do. Like we got no we didn't really get any further info. Like I want I feel like this whole episode Jesse didn't ask the right questions. Mm. It's like you're there on live TV where nothing can be edited out. I want some <laughs> some tea. Like <laughs> He I mean, that's been, the he, whole reason we watch this show. He should have been asking. So once the cameras went away, what yeah, what yeah. about Rachel changed? Yeah, what actually, I want pointed yeah. questions. Uh, this is where we all sit here crying that uh, Emmanuel didn't come back. <laughs> he yeah, would've he, he, he would have been better. The, he would have asked the tough questions. Yeah, and I know, uh, I know that. Uh, she would never accept this position as far as I know and can tell, but Rachel Lindsay wouldn't have given him any slack. Either. Oh man. What I wouldn't, wouldn't have given to see that. <laughs> uh, anything. I mean, she, she, uh, she's the one who destroyed Chris Harrison <laughs> <laughs> and that was totally unintentional. I mean, Chris destroyed himself. <laughs> uh yeah oh man i did i really i was right there with you i i hated i hated this so much because it was literally like they just sat there on the couch like patting each other gently on the back that's like they how it felt (laughs) so frustrating i want details reveal rachel's deepest darkest secrets (laughs) give them to me (laughs) So then it was time for Rachel to see her parents and the two best friends, which I think we saw last season with Clayton. Mm, yes, I believe so. So it is first Avon's turn. Which, can I just say, and this is maybe just really uh, revealing more about my own mental state, but I could have sworn as I was watching this that she brought in, like, she brought and was talking to Tino and then walked Tino towards the house and then it cut to Avon inside with her family. That is 100% what I thought happened. I don't think that's true. <laughs> well, I'm trying to explain it to you and you're just like, are you freaking crazy? <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go back when I get a minute. Uh, because I'm sh- I'm sure you're right, but I, mean, I just they, they might have been showing just like B-roll of Tino like preparing for the visit. I don't know. She stood there as he got out, like I mean, right. In, I don't know. 
Oh. <laughs> I felt like I was going insane. Uh, anyway, let's let's talk about about Haven. I loved how when Haven sat down with Rachel's dad, Tony, he's like, "I'm here to put you on the spot. <laughs> Nobody's going to take her away from me without a fight." Oh dear! What? <laughs> oh, big Tony! Gotta love him. Gotta love big old Tony. Yeah, talk to me about uh, how you how you felt this went, because it kind of very quickly went down downhill. I know. I thought it was going great at first, but then like, I guess I missed this when he first said it. But I guess Avon said. Like, his feelings are really strong. He's falling in love, but he's not ready to get engaged right now. And so I guess... See, this is where things get real murky because it seems Rachel is implying he said in the fantasy suite he was ready to get engaged. But I wonder, did did she specify in the future or right now? Because he says... Because, like, basically they go outside and argue for a long time about this... Right, and it was pretty, uh, well, it wasn't really contentious with her family exactly, but no. there was a lot of like, well, Rachel needs to be engaged at the end of this. That's what she's looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it, it was confusing to me as well because it, she definitely thinks that that he told her that he was going to propose at the end of it and he does not agree with that yeah see i was very unsure because he keeps saying like i see a life with you i don't have any doubts i just want to make sure it's the right time to get engaged which like makes sense yeah i mean it makes sense for the real world i guess as i watched this episode i just was struck even more as I continue to be through this season that man we just got a batch of super non-committal guys this season well they also haven't spent enough time with the leads well that's I, I I would assume that that's part of the reason but if you think about it I'm I'm pretty sure the entirety of top six and maybe top eight have all said they're not ready to be engaged like to a person every single one (laughs) (laughs) and i mean that's what that's what keeps getting them sent home (laughs) yeah i mean at one point rachel told even don't yell at me when he wasn't even yelling which was annoying yeah i (sighs) I I was a little it, put off by that. It also seems like she was just embarrassed that she was telling her family one thing and Avon was telling them another, so she looks dumb. I feel like that was really the crux of why she was so angry with him. Yeah, that that's that's definitely possible. Because she kept being like, I wanted us to be on the same page. Right. I, I mean, it seemed like she, she really, she had this vision of... They would walk in together and be like, oh, look, we're so wonderful and happy. And then the dad would be like, okay, Avon, let me talk to you. 
and they have their conversation and Ava's like, oh, I just loved your daughter so much and I am going to marry the crap out of her immediately and then go and talk to her her other family and be like, oh man, I'm so head over heels. I cannot wait to propose in three days. Like Mm -hmm. that, it seems like that's what she wanted. I mean, I feel like she should have also known he wasn't at that point when he's still at the falling in love stage. Oh boy. He hasn't crossed over to I love you or I'm in love with you. He he hasn't crossed over to I love you land? No. Oh no. How can he be ready to propose if he doesn't love her yet oh no yeah that is uh that is true i i also didn't particularly appreciate their because as as you were talking about the whole the whole yelling thing because they left the the cabana or whatever it was that where they met her family and then we're out walking along a pathway whatever and they're having this conversation and i I, on the one hand i i get some frustration from her because he was kind of repeating himself a lot Mm -hmm. but at the same time he he wasn't actually yelling like he was he was being passionate yeah but he wasn't like standing there yelling at her he didn't raise his voice at her no, he was. Just, it was just like intensity of, of like the, the words he was saying. So, I don't know. I just I I didn't particularly like that because it felt like something you say when you just don't want to deal with what the other person is saying. Yeah, it's that, like a, that it's didn't... like a way for that to sort of interrupt things and like get in front of them. It's like don't don't don't, don't be yelling at me, and then they have to, as we saw him do go ahead and be like oh no i like i'm i'm not trying to like come at you and like has to backpedal and and stuff it was super weird it like it took it it took such a turn it went so bad so quickly and it it did kind of feel like it was mainly because of her ego yeah and i and i say that obviously not knowing how their fantasy suite went and i mean it, it is possible that he did make her promises or said things that implied certain things. I mean, I wouldn't be the first time (laughs) that it happened where people were, uh, not necessarily directly lied about something, but perhaps, uh, perhaps implied that they were further along well i don't know i don't remember if it was this conversation or later but at one point he said he might have gotten caught up Mm. so maybe he just said something he didn't mean yeah it's it's possible i mean we've been over this but this this is a very uh i'm i'm sure this process messes with you like yeah, you go you're in, in a, you're you, in a you're in a bubble. You're in a bubble and you're in a just an emotional blender. Yeah, it sounds like after the fantasy suite he said he had time to think. And so maybe that's, that's where never the, a good thing. the doubt. That's never, you're just sitting alone in your hotel room in Mexico while she's off with Tino or whoever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Man, tough tough position to be in. I was a little surprised 
that she didn't send him away right now. Well, things were a little icy between them when they parted. So just a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, we had to wait a little bit to find out the conclusion. Mhm, cuz we finally dun 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 get some Gabby time. Everybody yeah, like loves Gabby. Like an hour into the episode. <laughs> So Look, it's time for Eric to meet her family. Right, and I don't, I keep saying I don't mean to throw shade, and I, I really don't, but it probably doesn't come across that way because I say so many terribly mean things, but I I would I would say there's a reason that Gabby is on Dancing with the Stars <laughs> and Rachel is not. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say about that. Wow. <laughs> well can't say i disagree (laughs) there's just a there's just a lot a lot more uh charisma on the other Mm -hmm. side of of the equation but speaking of charisma grandpa john's back everybody loves grandpa john (laughs) well that's because he's hilarious i it was probably my favorite like scene from the from the show with him just reacting to the complete bs of that like sound sound, thing. Sa- sound <laughs> therapy or whatever it was <laughs> he's just asleep <laughs> <laughs> yes and look the the inter the internet loves him and and for good reason so well, talk to me this, talk to me about this, this visit seemed to go well mm-hmm for now but definitely better definitely better than rachel's done in this episode so far yeah i mean they at least seem to be on the same page at this point yes for now dun 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 yeah it seems like her dad liked eric Mm-hmm. grandpa grandpa likes eric um was kind of tugging at my heartstrings when he was talking about how how excited and happy Gabby's grandma would would have been to, mm-hmm. to be there. I was like, oh my goodness, you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> so sweet. Also, the fact that um, so it was her dad there, and and her aunt as well. I was a little. I was a little confused of her because I was I, I I was like, wait, is that her mom? But then I was like, no, it's definitely not her mom because there would have been a big fuss. Gabby Gabby hates her mom. <laughs> I was like, how are they sitting? Like, how is the dad and the mom sitting next to each other on the couch? And then I was like, oh, is is the aunt? Or or maybe the dad's wife or something. There was like there were two women there. Oh, maybe I guess maybe that maybe that could be the case. As, as well but, but yes yeah. the aunt was definitely there too yeah and bring bring that up. that's just that's real tough because she had a moment with the aunt outside and talking about not being loved by her mom yeah i can't imagine how that would feel like i mean nobody has perfect parents but to uh to get to adulthood feeling like you are not loved by your mother 
has got to be very tough. Yeah, it's it's that's hard. Yeah, I mean they like they're they're very much on the same page right now. I mean they they can't envision life without each other. You know, Gabby keeps saying that like Eric just loves her very well, and that's part of why I hate this show. <laughs> I don't actually hate it, but sometimes I hate it because if Gabby gets to the end of this and this all ends in in failure and destruction, like Gabby may be permanently destroyed. <laughs> Which is awful to think about. And I know I'm probably not permanently destroyed, but it's like she may have to spend another decade in therapy after the show if this all goes south. Hopefully not. I mean, hopefully it's not a disaster for her. I mean, it's, it's hard to imagine a world where it isn't a disaster when we're going to be subjected to a three-hour finale and they both only have one guy <laughs> well like we'll, it, like we'll see. like in this this set of circumstances we have the finale should be 20 minutes plus an hour for after the vinyl rose it should be half this long it should be well, that, boom but, proposal done Maybe add a five minutes, ten minutes if Neil Lane really wants a, a long, a long cameo. Like, it this should not be this should not be a three hour finale. What are what are we even doing? I don't understand. He just it. tells you some mess is coming. Yeah, well, you know, uh, we've been suspicious of Tino for a while. Wouldn't surprise me given the previews if uh, he did something super heinous. You never know. But speaking of Tino, let's talk about Tino's meeting the family. Yes, <laughs> what well, an effortless segue. Well, Rachel <laughs> is not in the best mood <laughs> because of how things with Avon went, which of course she would let that carry over. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's like, what's going to go wrong? She's just really upset that she's not gonna get to reject one of them at the altar (laughs) also i thought this was really like awkward like when they all got in and sat down and she tells tino do you want to tell them about our story and then just like sits there while tino's like well i rode in on a forklift yeah that that was very very awkward to watch i don't think he was ready for that no he was like uh what, what do i tell him about uh, us uh, well, uh, uh, forklift? <laughs> that's all i remember yeah because there really isn't much to tell he said he, they caught each other's eye really quickly it's like that's just super generic mm. so sad 
And then he talks with her mom. And I thought it was funny that, like, she, the mom asks, like, about them doing things together, hobbies. And he's like, well, we'll pick up things together, implying that they don't have a lot and not, not overlapping much, right not now. Not much going on. Yeah, because I think he said something about uh, he he wasn't going to make her go surfing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, also, one, one of the recurring themes has been the hometown with Tino's family. Mm-hmm. So now Rachel's family is concerned about that, too. Mm-hmm. I mean understandably so you know yeah. he he keeps claiming that oh they'll come around they'll come around but that doesn't always happen no like, like you'd like to think if you have a family that loves their child even if you're not say 100 percent on board with the a wacky thing like abc's the bachelorette that you know you you'd kind of come around in time and and all of that but you can't that's not something you can guarantee like you hope people are reasonable but a lot of the time and and this is a spoiler for people i'm sure but people are not reasonable a lot of the time people are very unreasonable and so especially in a in a weird situation like this show it's totally possible that his his dad could always just be like no i don't accept you i mean his parents are continually throwing shade at the show on like facebook each week oh really yes (laughs) oh in real life yes uh i wonder i wonder if that's because not not so much because of the hometown but because of what happens next week and they're still really salty about it not sure but <laughs> that is hilarious i love it i love it when i when i hear about contestants families getting out there on the internet and, <laughs> and causing havoc it's always hilarious to me yeah the the other the other sort of snafu here is tino's occupation because I guess so he's in construction, but I guess I guess it's more involved like he's not residential construction. It's more like commercial city city construct it seemed like it was it was on project like more extended projects. Yes. That's the impression I got at least. Which made make it hard for them to like mesh their careers together. Right, because Rachel wants to be the jet setting influencer, right? Well, pilot. Well, but <laughs> she wants to do that because she wants to be an influencer. I, I would assume so. I, I don't know. She hasn't said that, but... Look, I just... I, I assume that by default. Yeah. <laughs> with with people on this show. Now, I look, I know she's a pilot, but, like... I feel like that's not her only dream. You can leave it at that. <laughs> no, I, I, I just 
and I mean, as a pilot, you can probably, generally speaking, pick up and be anywhere. But it's not that. I guess what I'm trying to say is, it's not like you're working from home as a pilot. No. Like they were making this big deal about like he can't work from home, but she can't either. Yeah, that might be hard to <laughs> reconcile. Which, which is why, which is why I'm I'm saying like I feel like yeah, the pilot thing is a big thing, but I don't. I don't think it's so much that she wants to be like a pilot for British Airways. Like she's a small plane pilot mm-hmm. who has big dreams. <laughs> so there we go. Should we move on to Avon's last date? Uh, which yes. didn't end up being a date. No, I I was cracking up here because when she, when she shows up to his room, first of all, bad sign. They hugged. It's always a bad sign. Can't you can't be going around hugging leads. You have to French them every opportunity. <laughs> otherwise, you're screwed. So that was the first the first straw, and then when they go to sit down, he he offers her champagne, and she's like, "No, no, no, no we should just have this conversation." <laughs> Yet another death knell. Well, you wanted to talk about it, so give me the give me the give me the deets here. I mean, it was kind of the same argument they had before like he wants time outside of the show with her and still wants to be with her have kids which is wild to say um but she just like i don't know if there was just a, a cut and there was more said but it just jumps to her like sobbing about how we wanted to be on the same page. I was so blindsided with the meet the family thing. And it just seemed like the wrong reaction to what he was saying. It's like he still wants to fight for them. I guess this is where he said he was caught up thinking he'd be ready in two weeks. Yeah. But she only wants an engagement, which I don't understand why she's so fixated on that. As opposed to, here's a guy who actually says he wants to be with you. Because it's embarrassing if you don't get all the all the promised glitzy name and lights finale that that the show tells you you're gonna get. It's 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 embarrassing. Yeah, that makes her seem shallow, though. If if she's more concerned with the ring than a real relationship Uh, she says uh, she wasn't willing to sacrifice that so basically i'm not willing to sacrifice a free ring for this i mean it's a couple hundred grand right i mean probably i mean love's all fine and good but 200 grand ring it's pretty pretty swanky i don't i don't remember how how expensive they are but they are pretty pretty up there yeah, I guess I left this situation scratching my head a bit because 
like you, it is it is weird to think, oh, it, she does seem to be more about the the show's ending than her own ending especially especially considering so you look back across the seasons the show's success rate is not very good especially of late especially of late but just in general the the relationships tend to not last and I would be willing to bet you that those statistics are not any better. And in fact, they could even be worse for people who have the traditional show ending versus there there have been a handful of people who have not ended up engaged by the end of it, right? Yeah, and those are the relationships that are still going at the moment. Like Matt and Rachel, Clayton and Susie. Well, there you go. But the ones like Katie and Blake, Michelle and Nate, those are gone. Yeah, and and I mean we've we've touched on this before, but it's that sort of uh, it's it's this situation where if you try to fit things into the cookie cutter, it doesn't necessarily work, and it kind of goes back to like maybe maybe putting this engagement up on a pedestal at the end of it is. A, a bad idea if we're talking about wanting people to be in long-term relationships which i know like that's not the business of the show the show the business of the show is to show the arc get to the engagement but as somebody within that i feel like you should care more about your own story versus the art yeah this is your life right you so you do you like you do want to be within that if possible but at the end of the day it's your it's your freaking life and it's not like they're gonna execute you if you don't get engaged at the end of it yeah she was just so fixated on i have to leave here engaged and so she says she can't move forward with him yeah uh it's it's tough because like i i get wanting to be a good lead uh be a good lead and and fit into the show and and like wanting all of that stuff of the ending but as much as i've dragged the guys for being non-committal i mean it's more of a unwillingness to be engaged immediately at least for a lot of them. In, in Avon's case, that's the case uh, for sure. You know, and you see people wanting to, and I, th- I think both of them even said, both of them talking about Avon and and Tino, and, uh, and actually even Eric. Like all these people are like, I want to date you in the real world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like what everybody has said. And so far, that has not been good enough. I feel like that would be good enough for me, but I'm a simple guy. I mean, it should be good enough for them, considering this is a person you've only had, like, two or three dates with. Yeah. Uh, 
it's it's tough uh, it's tough it's a tough boat to be in and i uh i think she made the wrong call here yeah i think I, honestly i think that avon is a better person than tino <laughs> it seemed like it i also hated how he also apologized i know the, on the live show goes right back to like you know, the, nothing happened they just said vague nice things it it makes me wonder if either avon or zach were told they were going to be the bachelor and so they kind of have to like make everything nice and wrap it up in a bow and not appear still upset i would be so upset so i would be so upset still i'll come and be like what the frick you you watch this back and you're 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 gonna sit here and and tell me gaslight me that you didn't just totally trash me in the fantasy suites for zero reason like i would have wanted to go so hard <laughs> but then maybe i wouldn't have if i was told hey you're uh top two or three for next bachelor yeah we'll see that's a that's an interesting theory i mean i have no idea who the next bachelor is but no i i know but i i always enjoy hearing hearing opinions from the expert because you think about things in a way that I don't and have context from your many seasons as a grizzled veteran. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, sh- I probably shouldn't describe you as grizzled. My apologies. <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's let's keep this train wreck moving. Yeah, we basically got nothing from their segment. It's just things didn't work out, not on the same page. I didn't understand what you needed. I feel like he did know she wanted to get engaged. I don't think that was Right. That I mean that wasn't that wasn't an unknown. I just think perhaps that it it wasn't super clear exactly what she wanted like the fact that there was essentially an ultimatum there oh yeah perhaps which is that's unfortunate yes just 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 slightly uh man i liked avon but i feel like he would be a good bachelor yeah maybe a little dull but <laughs> wow wow after i i spend all this time building up this wonderful man and you just sit there in your chair say <laughs> yeah it would just be a boring season i mean the women would make it interesting oh unbelievable <laughs> we just haven't seen much from him exactly we haven't we haven't gotten to see his personality at all no they always edit it out yeah that is that is a a a i don't even know the words that i'm saying anymore it's it's been it's been a recurring complaint yes uh that that this happens essentially and i i don't know how much you know about clayton's book 
that he wrote but apparently that was one of his complaints too is that um or actually was it clayton or was it matt it was probably matt okay. i don't think clayton's written a book yet i'm sure i'm he, sure it's I'm, coming I'm, I'm sure he will <laughs> but yeah that i guess you're yeah you're right it was it was matt uh talking about how they essentially just edited any personality out and that's just so terrible Pe- the audience loves when we get to see stuff like that i don't know why they have to make it so serious yeah they they basically just cut out a huge section uh they're like this this range of of their personality is just off limits and then they just cut anything out like that you know i mean but i i i do not like that i hate that because the 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 personalities like that's what makes a person that person i mean without the personality most of these people are just you know the same white guy in his mid-20s <laughs> yeah they just they end up being cliches yeah it's it's kind of it's kind of annoying to be perfectly honest with you because i want that i mean just think back to michelle's season um and we had that uh, end tag where she just randomly started doing push-ups like (laughs) that's that's something that people actually like to see that that shows another dimension of her beyond just i am the bachelorette i am amazing and i am a wonderful school teacher and i am serious and all this stuff like show those other dimensions i mean come on can you imagine how great a season this would have been if it had been gabby as the only bachelorette and they had actually showed these people's personalities what could have been oh oh whoa what could have been we always lament (laughs) what could have been so the last thing is eric's final date Mm -hmm. which we had to go over an airtime just to see an extra 16 minutes for no reason no because the last i couldn't believe like the very last commercial break that they had they came back and it was just a preview for next week like you could have just shown that at the end of the previous segment and saved us all five minutes no but anyway no they need they needed you to see those commercials their advertisers so paid irritating. top dollar for those those couple minutes of your eyeballs so basically eric's final date boils down to her not wanting to put pressure on him but still wanting to get engaged and then eric apparently saying he wanted to date her which i didn't hear when it was airing but that's what gabby said after it just seemed like there was a lot cut out from that weird like camera angle where they were both like outside on the balcony and mm-hmm. then she is all of a sudden inside storming off yeah also can i just point out they have a really weird way of freaking out together like they'll be freaking out about something while also simultaneously like making out like it'll be like making out 
oh my goodness, I just I really need you to propose making out, making out. Oh, but I just, I can't really, like, I, I can't yet. I'm not there. I need, I need to date you making out, making out. Like, it's weird. Did you, have you, like... Yeah, I know what you're saying. They seem very comfortable with each other. They also speak in hushed tones a lot. I know, it's all it's all I'm just like, wow, I just, I have a hard time believing, you know, because, like, in my life, when something like this happens, it's, it's too good to be true. And like, <laughs> I just, I would really appreciate it if you you proposed to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, just a lot of a lot of that. It's hard to hear sometimes. Yeah, I think that just it's it's the place Gabby in particular goes to when she's talking about things that, that I, I think that she feels are more private. Like, it's, it's it seems like a way for her to maintain, like, a boundary. Because obviously, obviously we're going to hear. Yeah. But but it's kind of, like, in my in, in the head, perhaps, like, oh, it, it at least maintains that kind of, illusion so we can still talk about these things that i would have a hard time talking about i don't know it doesn't entirely work for me but (laughs) yes as much as as much as christy hates subtitles part of her is like oh i need subtitles now (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so we end on a cliffhanger. Yeah, we ended on a bit of cliffhanger. It was also a little strange to me because so she was, and may, maybe, maybe this was just how they edited it, and it wasn't quite like this. But it seemed like she was only a a little bit down the hall with the producer. It seemed like he could have possibly actually been in earshot. That's what I thought too, but. It kept cutting. There was never like a continuous there, shot, so I couldn't th- tell. These editors are sneaky, so it's it's hard it's hard to know. But yeah, that's uh, that's tough. We're we're in another situation, and I feel like I feel like this is uh, in some ways Aven Part Two. Mm, I don't know. To me. Based on how they both looked at the end of the show, Gabby still seemed happy enough. Well, well, so I guess what I'm saying is like, it's very, it's very similar in that like, Eric doesn't want to leave the show having proposed. Like, he cares about her deeply. He wants to marry her, but he's like, I need to date you in the real world first. That's what I'm saying. The similarity is what I, where I think they probably diverge is i could see gabby having the facilities to accept that yeah but rachel can't yeah i think whatever happens next week rachel looks so unhappy to me it doesn't seem like a good ending for her and gabby still looks happy enough and maybe maybe uh, maybe gabby's just better at compartmentalizing and being in the moment for for the live viewing but 
yeah, I think uh, I think that for Gabby and I'm 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 going to be speculating like crazy here. But I at least hope that Gabby sees this as as a way to move move forward even if it's maybe not the like quote-unquote ideal of oh I'm getting proposed to at the end and I'm leaving here with my Neil Lane ring and we're engaged and we're so happy like that she can accept another outcome because she's actually able to believe that he cares about her because that's kind of been a theme through this show is like it's very hard for her to be in this position of vulnerability coming out of her childhood and how her parents interacted and how her mom treated her and all of this and despite everything it does seem like she believes that eric cares about her in that way and so what i'm hoping and you know this is based on the assumption that eric isn't a completely horrible person he did apologize didn't he yeah like the next day he posted on instagram i feel like it didn't strike me as the most inauthentic apology i've ever read I don't know what your Wait, impression of it that. It didn't strike you. Sorry, as sorry. Re- I should. I'm gonna just don't ignore that. There are a lot of <laughs> a lot of negations and all that. It. I. What I was trying to say <laughs> is that I thought that it was a pretty authentic apology. At least it seemed like that to me. I mean, it was pretty standard. Some people were griping that he didn't use the word racist in it to describe his actions. So there's that. Hmm. I guess. I thought it was hilarious, though, that he used a black square as like the (laughs) the photo and then put it in the caption. (laughs) Well, isn't I mean, maybe it's not intentional, but it wasn't that. Wasn't that a social media thing at one yeah, point? Yeah, back in 2020, everyone had a black square. So I just so maybe he's just putting that as a way to be like, see, I'm I'm on board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's tough. So I get. I also, I, that's got to be tough for her if they're together, having this scandal just exploding at the end of the season. Uh, yeah, especially especially if. Uh, in the, after the final rose, Jesse's like, so you guys are seem super happy with each, you know, being together. Uh, Gabby, how do you feel about having a, a boyfriend who's a racist? <laughs> They're also going to get asked about it in interviews after the show too, which is. Yikes. Oh, that'll, that'll be fun. Uh, that'll be super fun. So yeah, so all that's, I was just, I'm, I'm basically, I'm basing all this stuff on the assumption that overall Eric is a decent person despite his egregious mistakes in the past which he has now apologized for mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I don't know I think that uh, I think that Gabby has a chance I hope she has a chance because man I I uh, I just watched this season and that woman has been through some things 
and it would be nice for her to not go through some things for once yeah i hope she hope she's happy yeah do you have a kiss count for oh, this episode look christy's gonna remind me every every time now <laughs> i've i've faltered i've 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 broken trust <laughs> i don't know if we can come back from this oh no oh no yeah well it's pretty uneventful episode here we ended up with 11 pretty much exclusively just from the make out argument between gabby and eric <laughs> yeah uh, not pretty, much pretty uh pretty low count i'm gonna uh see this is the this is the worst part of the season this is where i have to go back and count up all the episodes worth of kisses count all the way to like fifteen thousand or whatever it is we're at this season yep next week we'll get a final total if you're lucky <laughs> <laughs> if if i remember some some seasons i'm i'm sitting there on my phone i'm counting furiously in the last last couple minutes of the episode i'm like oh my goodness i forgot to tally these <laughs> five ten fifteen twenty twenty five oh 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 just guys, I keep uh, gotta keep it in my head. Make Christy talk about something else for a little bit, <laughs> just until until I can do the count. No, I I do try to try to get it prepared ahead of time. Christy, how can people get in contact with us? You can email us at groupdatespod at gmail dot com, or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at groupdatespodcast. Mm-hmm. You still live tweeting yeah posting look she she finds some funny things let me tell you she is way better at social media than i am that is for sure yeah and as i like to say now you can also find us on youtube Ooh, wow yeah. so cool hmm yeah so i hope you all are ready for an incredibly long finale next week i mean three hours so are they gonna are they gonna do a two hour live episode where they're cutting back and forth and then an hour of after the final rose are they just gonna throw it all together i'm not sure we've also got the bachelor announcement too so oh boy and we'll see who that is hopefully the rumors are true that it is not Nate. I don't. I don't think it's Nate. Yeah, I think that. I think that ship has sailed. Too much. Too much controversy, I guess. Too much, you know. And as as we all know, everything he does is to protect his daughter. So he had to make a choice. Or the choice was made for him. <laughs> Yeah, well, at least he got an all-expenses-paid trip to Disney out of it. Said, not too shabby of a consolation prize. Not too shabby. Well, we will see you next week for the finale. And we will see you tomorrow for another episode of Married at First Sight.